With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's happening, everybody? Welcome into ACC Tailgate. I'm your host, Will Dalton, a.k.a. Wilbur and Gold, welcoming you in here to Chris Landry Football. Hope everybody's having a good uh, start to their week. Hope you had a good weekend. A little bunny told me that uh, there was some pretty decent football uh, on this weekend. Obviously, talking about NFL football, not college, is that's uh, that's down to the last little bit as we get it going tonight on championship night in college football, Ohio State, Alabama. My money's on Alabama. I think that um, I think Ohio State plus Ohio State. I, I don't know about Alabama, but I know Ohio State's down about thirteen players, uh, including three starters, uh, a defensive end, and two kickers are out. Actually, I think for their their starters, or maybe that's thirteen total. I don't know. If, I know I saw uh, thirteen players were out. I don't know if that's for Ohio State on one side as a as a whole or if that's 13 like between Alabama and Ohio State but there are three starters out for Ohio State so I don't know I, I think uh it I think it'll be a competitive game I think Alabama will kind of I don't know if I could uh you know since we don't have a lot of AC uh, really that much AC in fact before we get into that today's show is going to be a little bit different uh, it's going to be actually kind of the first show that we've done here on ACC Tailgate where we don't actually get into a lot of ACC stuff. I want to get into a lot of NFL today, uh, kind of going off of what we were talking about on Friday's show. Today is today is Monday, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Monday. I had a brain fart. I, I had my days mixed up there. But on Friday's show, we talked, I put an emphasis on how I wanted to have a little more variety on this show, you know, not, I mean, obviously this is an ACC show at the core, but I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're all sports fan. We're all multidimensional here. And uh, I definitely want to start adding more NFL, you know, maybe a little NBA, you know, what, what's really big in sports. You know, I kind of want to add some more of that just beyond ACC, beyond college, uh, and so that's definitely going to be going on. I put an emphasis on that on Fridays. We uh, we um, oh, we got our first comment in here. Spartan Barton, as always, says he wasn't sure if we were going to do a show with the game going on tonight. Yep, we're definitely having a show tonight. I mean, there's no there's no ACC teams in it. 
unfortunately. Um, and I actually, the game doesn't even start till eight. I think I'm pretty sure here just to double check. Yeah. Games at eight o'clock. So, um, I think even if there was an ACC team in here, I probably, uh, I probably would have done a show just because I, so, uh, the couple weeks ago when you had, um, uh, Notre Dame and Clemson both playing, uh, in their semifinal matchups. That's right. Go SEC. Um, you know, got, got, got to represent SEC as they've been the, you know, the staple of college football. I mean, it, a lot of fun teams to watch come out of the SEC. Um, yep. Go Gators. Spartan Barnes says go Gators. You know, I was actually kind of surprised, uh, obviously, uh, Devonte Smith, uh, out of Al- receiver out of Alabama won the Heisman. And while I was looking at the Heisman uh, percentages, the voting, uh, Devonte Smith completely blew it away. And that, you know, obviously that's probably a tri- obviously the great season he had, but that's probably a tribute as we got some new viewers in here. Welcome in. That's probably, a tr- I would assume that's a, a tribute to that incredible game he had um, in the college football playoff semifinal. I thought he really. In my opinion, I had Trevor Lawrence winning it, uh, especially after uh, the way he played against Notre Dame in the ACC title game. But then considering Clemson lost their game in the conference football or the college football playoff semi, and then just how Devontae Smith completely just annihilated that night in their semifinal game, it was just like, uh, he re like, I remember I was telling my dad the next day, I was like, he really took a big leap. Uh, so he completely demolished the voting. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was like, uh, as far as the first place votes, it was like 400 or 500 some votes to, to like 200 some that Trevor Lawrence had as he finished in second place. And then Trask, the guy that I thought, uh, obviously quarterback for Florida, Kyle Trask, shout out here, Spartan Barton. Um, Kyle Trask was the best quarterback in 2020, hands down with no comparison. Um, I think he had the most complete, re- I think he had the best complete season because obviously Trevor Lawrence missed time. Uh, I think Trask was better than Ian Book, which Ian, I don't even know why I brought that up because Ian Book wasn't even in the Heisman conversation. Um, you know, maybe right there, on the bubble, but he wasn't one of the con- contestants or content contestants. Was this a game show contenders, uh, final can, uh, final contenders for the Heisman. Um, no, I actually thought Kyle Trask, uh, for Florida going into uh conference championship weekend, he was my pick for Heisman just because again, I thought he had had the most, complete season like it's not a a shot at trevor lawrence it's like um you know we 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 all know that lebron should win the mvp in the nba every year we all know he's the best player almost every year i mean there's there's a couple years where kd kind of had him out but lebron for the most part has been the best player every year and we know that but yet there's certain years where you know KD wins the MVP cuz he had the best complete season. Russell Westbrook might win it one year. James Harden might win it one year. There's actually now that I think about it there's a lot of years LeBron probably should have won it, but you know we all know how it goes. Giannis Antetokounmpo won in a couple of years, I mean, including this one. Um so yeah, like 
just the best player overall that season. And that's what I thought Kyle Trask was going in. Uh, and again, here to Spartan, good job today, Spartan Boring, getting it going in the comments uh, early. Uh, Trask had no running game. That's correct. He really didn't. Uh, and a mediocre offensive line, which that always makes life difficult for a quarterback as we welcome some more viewers in here. Hope everybody's doing well on championship night, even though we don't have an ACC team to celebrate on championship night. Um, no, but um, where was I? Oh, yeah, Kyle Trask. I thought he had the most the best complete season of all the all the contenders for Heisman even though obviously I thought Trevor Lawrence was still like the best player the best quarterback but when it comes to this particular award it's like all right who's had the best season who's the most valuable um but then after I don't know after that performance that Lawrence had against Notre Dame in the ACC title game I was like ooh eh, let me uh let me reconsider here. And then it was just like, I don't know. You Like, I had a hard time seeing anybody else winning it other than Trevor Lawrence after that. But then when Devontae Smith just absolutely torched uh, Notre Dame uh, in the college football semi, it was just like, I mean, record-setting numbers, catches he was putting up, and then Trevor Lawrence, and then obviously they lost to Ohio State. It was just like, uh, I felt like Devontae just really leapfrogged uh, Trevor Lawrence for that. But the reason I got down that rabbit hole is because Trask actually uh, – Spartan Barton started out saying go Gators, and it made me think about Trask and the Heisman and all that. And he actually finished fourth last in you know the top four contenders for the award, which I was actually kind of surprised. I expected him to be third because I didn't think he was going to beat out Lawrence again for the reasons I just said. Um, but man, I mean, Devonte Smith just blew it out as far as first place votes, uh, were concerned, but yes, uh, to get back to Spartan Barton's original point, I, I did, I was going to do a show tonight for sure. Um, cause again, no ACC team, ACC teams in the championship, unfortunately, um, I really, really, really wanted to see a Clemson-Notre Dame rematch uh, in tonight's championship. You know, I was hoping Notre Dame would pull it off and go all all the way, you know, and kind of uh, kind of upset the apple car. You know, everybody was talking about Notre Dame and, you know, how, uh, you know, they got blown out and, you know, they shouldn't have been in the top four. I really, just for the nature of the story, I wanted to see them go all the way. But uh, obviously that didn't happen. Um, I still can't believe Coach Kelly, Notre Dame head coach, said that they didn't have anything to prove. Like that just baffles me. Like I, I've ranted on it a couple of times on this show already, so I'm not going to do it here, even though I just started it. Kind of, I just, I, 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 I don't understand it. Like you, they had everything to prove in that game and they didn't get it done. So we'll see. I assume, I don't know if uh, he's made an official announcement yet, but I assume Ian book is gone. Um, I don't know what they're bringing back next year. I don't know what they're bringing in. They've got a pretty good recruiting class from what I hear coming in. So we'll see. Um, But yeah, so no ACC teams uh, in the championship tonight. So I was definitely going to do a show. I didn't do a show. Uh, a couple weeks ago 
when they had, you know, when we had uh, Notre Dame and Clemson in each one of the college football playoff semis because one, it was going on during when we would be doing the show, and I was like, eh, they're probably watching the game. Like, they're not gonna want to hear me fucking going on and on and on. Like, I just, and not only that, I wanted to be watching the game too, so I could get material for the show. I'm like, yeah, and it was New Year's Day, so I was just like, eh. Let's uh, let's just you know watch the ball game, uh. But yeah. So, uh, but yes, this is going to be a unique show in the sense that uh, even though this is an ACC show, I do want to kind of continue on with my mantra from last week uh, where I really want to start getting more variety in the show and kind of getting more uh, NFL stuff in here, stuff beyond college, you know, you know, just, just more variety of stuff. And you can't have a weekend like we just had in the NFL and not spend a lot of time talking about it, considering we really didn't, well, not really, we didn't get any ACC football this week uh, to talk about. So, you know, we will be getting into uh, some recruiting stuff here pretty soon. Um, Going to get into some, obviously, ACC basketball. I got to be honest with you, I have not watched, I'm just, this is just me being transparent with you. That's something, again, I've told you guys a lot of times, uh, you know, that's something I'm never going to BS you. I'm never going to sit here and talk about things I don't know. And I got to be honest, you know, with all the football we've had this year and how good that's been, like, I haven't really watched much ACC basketball this year yet. Uh, I uh, Obviously, you know, now that football's come to an end, that's going to start picking up for me. But I have not watched really that much ACC basketball, so I'm not even going to get into that right now. Uh, that'll be coming though, but we're gonna get into that. We're getting into recruiting, um, but I gotta tell you, just right off the bat, I think Ben Roethlisberger's done. I, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it because you know I always enjoy, um, I always enjoy watching the quarterbacks that I kind of grew up with. You know, you know, watching. You know, Monday night, I remember uh, when I was a kid, you know, I always enjoyed uh, Monday night football specifically, uh, you know, especially like when I was in school, like elementary school, because obviously I hated getting up and going to school the next day. And, uh, you know, obviously, foot, you know, in the fall and the winter, football is such a part of the weekend. And I was kind of, it was always kind of depressing when you went back to school and that was all over. And I always got so excited when, you know, you would hear like the Monday night, dun, 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 dun. like, you know, the Monday night football theme would come on because for me, another football game was like almost an extension of the weekend. So that always kind of got me fired up. Um, Let's see here. We've got another comment real quick. Spartan Barton, Big Ben needs a mentor Trask for needs two mentor Trask for the 2021 season for the Trask takeover in Pittsburgh. That actually, I'm glad you brought that up for a few reasons. Because one, uh, that's actually really interesting there. You know, Trask potentially going to Pittsburgh. I'm actually, I, I need to start looking at some mock drafts too. We'll, we'll obviously start talking about some draft stuff too. Uh, since that's, you know, all obviously going to have a lot of ACC material in it. Um, but I'm glad you brought this up for another reason. I was... uh I was freezing my 
butt off, you know, like 30 minutes ago. I was actually, so I, I was on the road. I've actually got me a nice hot cup of coffee here because I, uh, the heat in my car isn't working right now. And I just drove all the way from Raleigh to Greensboro, where I live, um, about an hour and a half drive. And so I literally got right out of the car, got a cup of coffee, and here we go. Boom. Lights, camera, action. Here we go. Prime time. Um, but I was thinking on the way home as, as I was listening actually to The Herd, uh, Colin Cowherd, my 100% favorite sportscaster of mine, 100% favorite sports show that I like to listen to. And he was talking about the Steelers-Browns game, obviously. And I had this thought because he was talking a little bit about Big Ben. And I knew I wanted to do, a, you know, I wanted to do a little bit of everything that happened in the NFL, at least as much as I could fit into the show. And when it when it comes to Big Ben and whether or not he's done, um, I got to say, like, that that scene that we all saw that uh, you know I've gotten I've gotten to the point now where I feel like I can point out and I feel like you guys are probably the same way because we've seen it so much you know with social media it's like there's just certain moments and there's certain scenes that happen on you know on on a game where it's just so memeable or it's so like gif worthy like it's gonna be the next meme that trends for however many years and i feel like juju just kind of in shock at what happened last night was is definitely going to make the cut and you know big ben obviously you know with tears coming down his face last night i don't know if that's some uh, well that it'll be who am i kidding we lit in a world where michael jordan crying is a meme big ben crying will ultimately be used as a meme but i gotta say as I sat that that was as I sat there and watched that, it was like as they were panning the camera and Big Ben just like just shell shocked, just stunned. I couldn't help but just think like, I wonder if he's going on just going through his head right now, wondering like, like, is this it? Is this it for me? Because I gotta be honest, like, that was a slop. I mean, I don't need to tell you this. You know this because I assume you were watching. That was a slop. I mean, from the first snap, the first snap goes a foot over Big Ben's head and boom, touchdown Browns were off to the races. Like, that's how they started in a year where the Steelers were questioned. I mean, they started out 11 and 0 and then went on to go 1 and 5 or 4, 1 and 4, 1 and 5, whatever it was, their last several games of the year after getting upset by Washington who they damn near upset the Bucks. We'll get into that too in a minute cuz that was you know I, I told you guys that was the one I was looking the most forward to was Washington Tampa Bay. But in a year where the Steelers were just meme-ridden, mostly from Juju Smith-Schuster, which, by the way, I don't have a problem with the TikTok stuff that Juju does because I'm on TikTok. I love TikTok. but My biggest following is on TikTok, mostly Star Wars content, by the way. But, so I get it. Like, I, I'm, I'm all about, like, athletes branding themselves, or going on to be entrepreneurs and ha- having business ventures. I actually love that because like that I'm all about that. 
not at the expense of what you're doing on the field. I think if you're a football player, that needs to be your main priority. And then, you know, then other things kind of become the side dishes. But your main dish is your football career. And you got to make sure that's in check. And if it's not, you need to, you know, bring the attention back here and get this going in the right direction again. Not that Juju didn't, but the Steelers as a whole just, just, they didn't, they, you know what the Steelers were to me? And this is just one guy's opinion. Well, a lot of people, I, I think, shared the opinion that the Steelers were kind of not, it, you know, you, you had to peel the onion away a little bit to really kind of see them for what they were. I mean, they couldn't run sloppy defensively, and that's what did they do last night? Couldn't run sloppy defensively and sloppy snapping the ball in the first snap of the game. Um, The Steelers kind of reminded me of one of those college football teams that is undefeated, but they're in like a middle tier conference. You know, yes, they're undefeated, and yeah, they might be okay. They're undefeated, and they're like ranked, oh, I don't know, like eight, nine, ten in the college football ranking. So they're no slouch, but they're 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 upset that they're not in the top four with you know Clemson and Alabama and uh, Ohio State and Notre Dame this year. It's like, but you haven't played anybody and your conference is like middle tier like come on now and it the Steelers were I guess in a way they reminded me of that team that college football team that you know was trying to, is upset because they're not ranked higher even though they're in a middle of the pack conference I mean they might be undefeated but they weren't playing uh, you know they beat Panera Bread and Barnes and Noble, like in a college that was invented five years ago. Like, come on now. Like, so that's kind of what the Steelers reminded me of. Like, they just hadn't been, they were 11 and 0, yes, but they hadn't been exposed just yet. Now they were exposed to people who could really see through it and are very knowledgeable about football and could see like something ain't clicking here. Yeah, they're winning games, but something's still isn't adding up. And then ultimately, you know, Washington picked that, popped that bubble, and it just never quite came back together. And the Browns just disposed of it last night and was like, yep, you're done. We'll see you. Let's go ahead and put this to bed. And so to answer the question, is Big Ben done? I think he should be. You know, a part of me wants to say, uh, well, he's got one more year on his contract. However, I think 37, I, I don't know, 37 million he's got to make. I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to just say something off the top of my head and not be correct, but he's got one more year on his contract. And you know, I guess a part of me wants to be like, "Oh, well, um you know, you could yeah, Spartan Parton says the Steelers are 2020 BYU or Cincinnati. And that is a hundred that that's actually exactly what I'm getting at. Like teams like that, they're not bad teams. Like they're obviously hot, you know, they're in the top 25 rankings, but you think just because you're undefeated against Panera Bread and Barnes and Noble, uh, that you you should be 
up there with Georgia and uh, Alabama and Ohio State and Notre Dame and LSU last year. Like, come on. What are we talking about? So, uh, yeah. And, yeah, 2020 Coastal Carolina, too, he throws in there. 100%. You you exactly got where I was going with that. Um, also says, showing a little uh, Landry football love here, there's no show better than the Landry football show, 110%. Let me tell you something. The dude that set all this up, Chris Landry, like he's very uh he's got it down. The X's and O's, the ins and outs, the details, it doesn't get any better than Chris Landry. In fact, go follow him on Twitter. He's always tweeting out during these games. You'll learn a lot, you'll get a lot of insight for sure. Uh got gotta 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 give uh give Chris Landry a big shout out for making all this stuff happen here. Uh but uh Getting back to the original point about big men, should he retire? You know, a part of me wants to be like, well, you know, maybe he could come back and, you know, maybe that if they were to draft Trask or I got to be honest with you, I was on this at the beginning of the year, um, uh, over the off season, I should say. And I'm going to pick it up again now because I have been and am still a firm believer that Jameis Winston could be a good pick for quarterback for the Steelers. Because I don't think uh, Jameis Winston's done. In fact, I think he's improved a lot. I I felt uh, whenever it was obvious that the Buccaneers were shopping him because they'd gotten Tom Brady, I was of the mindset that nobody better, there would be nobody better to mentor Jameis Winston than literally the same quarterback that Jameis Winston has been compared to ever since he came into the NFL, and that's Big Ben. Between size and the way they play, very similar. And nobody could be better to clean up. Because, I mean, don't forget, Jameis Winston led the uh, led the league uh, or was one uh, – yeah, he led the league in uh, TD passes last year in the NFL, maybe even the year before that too. The problem was he also led the league in interceptions. So, you know – it kind of balanced itself out, unfortunately. But I mean, I mean, there was there. There's people that's considered. I mean, Jameis Winston, he could be one of the great quarterbacks in the NFL. The problem is he throws too many interceptions, and he needed to clean it up. And who better to help him do that than literally the quarterback that he's been uh, referred to so many different times? Uh, but I did ha- I did not have any issue with him going to the Saints, Jameis Winston, because I felt like well. Drew Brees actually might be better at mentoring him than Big Ben would because I think Drew Brees kind of fits that type a little bit more, kind of the mentor, um, uh, player, coach type thing. So, and honestly, I felt pretty – I actually thought Jameis Winston looked pretty solid there the few uh, little bits of time he got for the Saints, and I was really kind of surprised that, they went with Taysom Hill instead of Jameis Winston there when Drew Brees was out for a few weeks. But I also kind of got it at the same time because, listen, the Saints are getting ready for life after the Drew Brees era next year, and this is it. And so they're going to have to figure out the the direction they want to go. Maybe that's to sign Jameis Winston. Maybe that's to go with Taysom Hill. I doubt it because he, he might work for a few games, but he's not a thoroughbred quarterback, I don't think. 
and I don't think he's what you want long term. Plus, I'd rather have him at tight end, to be completely honest with you. So if the Saints don't pick up Jameis Winston, which I got a funny feeling they won't, maybe. I would love to see Jameis Winston go to the Steelers. You know, I, I think uh I think unless the Steelers want to just stay with what they got, aka mediocrity and you know, getting to the playoffs and losing the first game, which they've done routinely for year on year on year that I can remember in recent memory. If you want to take that next step and freshen things up a bit and really get a splash and a spark going in Pittsburgh, it's going to have to be, unfortunately, I hate to say it, I got a terrible towel sitting over there that my uncle brought me from the Super Bowl that the Steelers played against the Seahawks many, many years ago. He's a diehard Steelers fan, so for his sake, I hate saying this, but if you you got to move. You got to move off of Big Ben. He's done... uh, you know, he's out of shape. He's not He's not Tom Brady. He's not Drew Brees where, you know, he's still got a little something as he gets older. I think he's 37, 38 years old. Um, you know, he just, he ain't got it. He, he doesn't have it anymore, and I think he's making the Steelers worse. Um, and the Steelers need to get a run game. You know, James Conner didn't exactly perform the way he did last year at times. So I think that's the best move the Steelers can make right now. And I would love to see Jameis Winston get that shot because I think he deserves a shot somewhere, you know, uh, to kind of showcase what he's learned uh, under Drew Brees. And I, I think he could actually get it done for Pittsburgh. I really do. I think I would actually kind of like to see that Jameis Winston, Juju Smith Schuster connection. I would actually kind of like to see how that would work out. So uh, yeah. Now, man, on the other side of that matchup, the Browns, I did not see, you know, I I did not see that coming last night at all. Um, I didn't see that coming. Like 28 to nothing just out of the gate. Out of the gate. 28 nothing. (laughs) Out of the gate, the the long snapper (laughs) gave him a touchdown just whoop over Big Ben's head. But, Man, Kareem Hunt, and I would know this better than anybody because it helped lead me to a fantasy championship this year. Kareem Hunt, I mean, he alone was dominating the Steelers last night. I mean, again, like they were so sloppy defensively, but man, there's a lot of good. I mean, we talk, think about this, guys. We talk about the football that we got to see this weekend, it was just wild card weekend. We hadn't even got to the real matchups yet. Like, we haven't even got to the real matchups, the big ones yet. This was just the tip of the iceberg. You got Rams, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, uh, New Orleans. Then you got the Bills, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Browns. Like, this is the cream of the crop and a lot of good young quarterbacks to watch. Like, it's only going to get better from here. It Oh. I can't wait. We're in for a treat. Like, obviously, again, obviously, we don't have uh, ACC football going on right now. But, man, if we got, we're about to have a lot of NFL football to talk about. Um, and the Browns, you know, much like 
much like the Steelers kind of fell apart at the wrong time, the Browns are doing the exact opposite, and they're coming together at the right time. Because these last two months, the Browns, and more specifically Baker Mayfield, becoming a problem. Just a bit. Becoming a problem. Like, you know, I, I was a big uh, Baker Mayfield fan um, when he was coming out of Oklahoma. You know, I really, I don't know, something about his story, his grit. Obviously, he's, he, he's a little cocky. I think he's toned it down a bit. I think he's toned it down from uh, arrogance to, you know, kind of just an, a little edgy cock or edgy confidence. You know, it, not not just, to me, there's a difference between you know, confidence and an edgy confidence, you know, confidence is just like, it's, it's a little quieter. It's, it's more Russell Wilson. I guess you could say more Patrick Mahomes, I guess you could say. And then you've got people like Baker where it's like, it's not, you know, arrogance where I'm trying to put you down, but it's like just that little bit of poking at you just a little bit. Um, I think that's what he's kind of developed into. I think he's growing right before our eyes. Um, let's see here. Spartan Barton says Mayfield only performs good under pressure. That wasn't the case last year because if you recall last year under pressure, he was awful. In fact, it actually kind of reminds me a lot of Carson Wentz this year because Carson Wentz, what was his biggest problem this year? He tried to make stuff happen. He tries to make. He was trying to make stuff happen that he didn't need to do. You know, he was trying to be almost like Patrick Mahomes, like you know, and 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 just try to force stuff. Like, and it never works. And that's kind of what Baker Mayfield did a lot of last year. You know, he tried to run around too much. He tried to make the big play too much, and it resulted in a lot of interceptions. I mean, over the last two months, he's thrown one. Uno. One one INT, one interception over the last two months for Baker Mayfield. Like, that's a big turnaround. So I think I think we're seeing him grow both as a football player and maturity-wise right now at the perfect time. And to Spartan Barton's point, the Browns are peaking at the right time. Now, unfortunately, they got to go to Arrowhead. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, they are peaking. Now, I will say this. They're peaking at the right time to go attempt to do this and beat the Chiefs on the road. It, it, couldn't, it couldn't be a better time for the Browns uh, to have to go out to Arrowhead and face my home, my home boy. Um, I got to say, you know, we're, uh, and I, I really wanted this last year. I didn't get it. Fingers crossed that it might happen this year because I don't think the Saints are going to go all the way. Uh, I don't think the Rams are going to go all the way. Um, I think it's going to come down to Tampa Bay. It's going to come down to one of the Bays, Tampa Bay or Green Bay, because I don't think the Rams, you know, they, it depend, let me rephrase that. It depends on Aaron Donald. And it, it depends on the quarterback situation for the Rams because the Rams, I would argue that they're better now than they were when they made the Super Bowl a couple of years ago because they've actually got a defense this year. Um, Aaron Donald was kind of banged up in that last game against Seattle, which, good God, that was an ugly game. That that game was the you know we, that game was 
if you could take the Steelers' performance last night and have a whole game, a full game out of it, it would be the Seattle Seahawks versus the, the L.A. Rams. That game was a complete momentum killer. Like, I, I was watching it, you know, coming off of the high that was the Bills-Colts uh, game when I thought, hmm, Colts might pull this off. They didn't because uh, Josh Allen is just a stud. But I honestly thought, I was like, this is not it. Yeah, this ain't it. I mean, the Bills Colts game was a thriller. Uh, great way to start off Wild Card Weekend and start the NFL playoffs. And then it was just like this. Oh, what's this? So, but yeah, it depends on Aaron Donald. Um, do I think Spartan Barton asks? Do I think Brady beats Breeze? I mean, I guess in a way I kind of just said that because I think it's going to come down to Tampa Bay uh, and Green Bay. But I'm glad I'm, you're, you're saying all the right things, Spartan Barton, because I'm glad you brought this up because, and I'll finish, let me, well, I'll finish my thought on uh, what I really want to see in the Super Bowl in a second, but I will get to this since you brought it up with Brady and Breeze. I always wanted to see Brady and Breeze go at it in the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, that can't happen now because they're in the same, you know, not even just in the same conference, in the same division in the NFC South, uh, Buccaneers Saints, in my division with the Carolina Panthers, who didn't do jack shit this year. Um, I always wanted to get that Brady Breeze matchup in the Super Bowl. You got the GOAT. Uh, versus who I uh, a, a guy a quarterback in Breeze that I think has been very um, <clears throat> I think he's been very underrated in the goat conversation. Do I think he's the goat? No, but I don't think he gets enough love in those goat ish conversations because I think a guy for his size that's been an elite quarterback for that long, you know, won a Super Bowl, and he's been you know New Orleans. He's been the New Orleans Saints for decades now, almost as long as Brady's been doing his thing. Now, obviously, I think that torch is about to go to Alvin Kamara, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. But, I mean, I think Breeze should get a lot more uh, discussion in that GOAT conversation. At least consideration, like an option. Like, is he's not the GOAT. He's not better than Brady. But could he at least kind of see him a little bit? Like, could he give him some some trouble? I, you never, you never know. Uh, but I always wanted to see that in the Super Bowl, so I'm actually very excited uh, about this Buccaneers Saints matchup next week. Uh, that'll be down in New Orleans. Um, <clears throat> that one's gonna be good. That one's gonna obviously division. You know, not not that it matters now because we're in the playoffs, but it's it's a divisional rivalry. Uh, and again, it's two guys, it's the goat versus somebody that I think has been very underrated in goat conversations in Drew Brees. So I'm excited about that. I think. Hmm. I don't know. You got me thinking now I might want to, Ooh, <clears throat> I just spent. The last five, ten minutes talking about how I think it's going to come back, come down to Tampa Bay and Green Bay in the uh, in the NFC. But damn it, if I'm not wondering if the because the Saints have really given Tampa Bay trouble this year, 
Spartan Barton, you got me doubting myself, man. I'm serious. Like, I don't know. Like, when I think about the way they've gave they've given Tom Brady trouble and with the Saints defense, which was pretty damn good this year for the most part. When I think about how Kamara's played, uh, and this being Drew Brees' last year, and how much trouble the Saints have had. I mean, when you think about it, like the Saints have been one of the best teams in football re- religiously for like the last, every bit of the last five years, but they've always had something go wrong in the playoffs, you know, whether it was the mini- Minnesota miracle or whether it was against the Rams with that ridiculous non uh no call with uh, the pass interference where literally the Rams defender practically speared Michael Thomas. No call. I mean, the Ra- the Saints have been one of the best teams in football over the last five years consistently, and they've just had hiccups in the playoffs that kind of made it all for naught. So that edge that they're going to be playing with, plus Breeze's last year, I, I don't know who's going to win that game. I think – oh. I think I'll have to get back to you on that on Friday. Seriously. I I I actually sitting right here right now. I don't know. Like I could see scenarios where Brady and the Bucks win. I could also see scenarios where the Saints and Drew Brees say, No, no, no. We got your number. We've done this twice already this year. Here's the third time. Here you go. You're going back to Tampa. Like, I don't know. Um, so on the AFC side of things. Actually, let me let me actually get back to my point um, from a few minutes ago. So I always wanted to see, or, or I should say last year specifically, I really wanted to see the Packers and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers versus Aaron Rodgers 2.0, a.k.a. Patrick Mahomes. I really wanted to see that matchup just for that reason alone because I feel like Patrick Mahomes is the 2.0 and better revamped version of Aaron Rodgers. And I think when it's all said and done, uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to end up beating out and not even just beating out. I mean, demolishing Brady in the goat conversations when it's all said and done uh, at the trajectory Mahomes is on. If he stays because Brady's the goat at this point, six rings, but he's not athletic. He's just good at being a quarterback. Now take somebody who's extremely good at being a quarterback who happened to learn how to read defenses at the end of his rookie year, finally, even though he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league already, and he's athletic. Brady's the GOAT right now, best quarterback ever, but he's not athletic. Patrick Mahomes is ridiculously athletic and ridiculously agile and has a ridiculously good arm, but he's also equally a good quarterback. So you put those two together versus somebody who's got the speed of a snail. I know because I've tried to rush with him in Madden, Tom Brady. It doesn't go very well. Patrick Mahomes is going to demolish Brady in the GOAT conversation at this trajectory. It's not even going to be close. That is going to be fun to watch over the next, hopefully, couple of decades. I'm fired up. Can you tell? Um, I think that's all we have time for today. I had so much more I wanted to get to from this weekend. I didn't get to talk about Washington. Um, 
Washington and Tampa Bay. Uh, we'll we'll get to that on Friday, and and we'll get to you know the Bills, Josh Allen on. I mean, this was an NFL show today. Essentially, I did not talk very much about the ACC. You know, obviously we had the championship coming up uh, in actually seven minutes. The title game will start: Ohio State, Alabama. I think Alabama wins that game. By the way, uh, not not to knock. Um, I got I got to pause. So. Uh, Spartan Barton says, going back to my last point about Mahomes, Mahomes is Tiger Woods and Brady is Phil Mickelson. That's like, that's brilliant. Like that, I I just need to like go home, like go home. I am home. Like I just need to like give you the show. Cause like that, that's Cheers to that. I'll drink a nice little uh, gulp of, co- uh, of caffeine and coffee on that note. Like, that's a great analogy. Because, I mean, my whole, I mean, yes. Yes, you said it. Like, I don't even have anything else to add. Mahomes is Tiger Woods. Brady's Phil Mickelson. Like, that's brilliant. I couldn't have even said it better. But, um, no, I, I think uh, Ohio, I think it's going to be a good game tonight. Ohio State-Bama. I think Bama will ultimately pull away I, in fact i'm i'm predicting kind of like a more high scoring version of what we saw notre dame and carolina this year uh as far as i think carolina is going to hang and do and, and you know carolina is equivalent to ohio state in the situation where i think they're going to hang with bama for the first three quarters or, or maybe for the first half maybe first three quarters and i think second half Fourth quarter, Bama's going to – Devontae Smith is going to show up in a big way. Um, fresh off that Heisman. So, yeah, that's kind of what I think is going to happen with that. Um, I mean, not not a knock against Justin Fields in Ohio State because if there's anything we learned last game with them against Clemson, it's not to doubt them and count them out or else, you know, you get your ass kicked like Clemson did. But – so I don't think that was a fluke by any means, but I I don't know. I feel like they just used so much of that fuel against Clemson that I'm not saying they don't want it because obviously that would be ridiculous. We ain't having those conversations around here. Oh, who wants it more? Uh, they all want it. They're at the title game for a reason. But I feel like they used up so much of that fuel against Clemson that they're not going to have quite the spark they're still going to have spark, but I don't think they're going to have that power that they had against Clemson because I just think they had Clemson's number and they were so ready for that. Uh, but I still think it's a great tonight. I think great game tonight. I think Bama's going to pull away late. So, um, yeah, that's that. Real quick, American betting experts, our sponsor, we got to give some love to them, right? We all love making money around here, at least if you know who to bet. Um, so they sponsor us, American betting experts. They they sponsor ACC tailgate, even though it should have basically been NFL tailgate tonight. And I actually kind of love that. Uh, they sponsor us, all our shows over here at Chris Landry Football. Uh, they're one of the top, uh, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the U.S. We've teamed with them to to provide. I'll learn how to pronunciate better. Uh, provide you guys a special gaming offer. Here's what you do: you go to our website, LandryFootball.com. You're going to click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. Bet MGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet. You get my drift. 
Uh, you're going to sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet. Either it's going to go from $100 all the way to $1,000. It's literally that easy. So again, go to LandryFootball.com, click on the ad in the upper right side of the page, and get in on that offer from America's American Gaming Expert. Um, so on that note, ooh, got a prediction. Spartan Barton thinks maybe 63 to 35. Bama. I don't know if it's going to be, well, I don't know. When you've got two Heisman uh, content, uh, two Heisman finalists, one of them who actually won it on the same offense, you might get up to 63. I don't think they're going to get quite that high. Maybe the 50s, though. I, I think it could end, could end up being like maybe 50-something to 35 or 50-something to, to 40, maybe. Uh, we'll see. So on that note, I appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. We had a pretty decent-sized audience today. Um, We'll be back. Uh, we won't be here on Friday because I actually – so I do play-by-play broadcasting as well, and I've actually got my second game of uh, the year to do. I got my first one tomorrow night, but I got the second one of the year on Friday night. So we won't have a show uh, Friday night. I'm actually going to see about potentially having our Friday show uh, show move to Thursday because, uh, you know – Work's about to start picking up for me on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, and so it's going to get a little difficult to do this at seven o'clock on Friday. So I'm going to see if we can start moving this uh, to Thursdays as a, as opposed to Fridays. But Monday's show uh, will stay the same, obviously. So on that note, pop some popcorn, crack open some Heineken for Heineke because God did he he looked clean. Heineke was clean for what I don't care if they look like I actually thought Washington might pull that off. Heineke Heineke was clean like that. That dude was making his throws like he was making the passes like he. He was clean like that's that's all I can say. Like he was he was he was completing a lot of his passes late in that game when it was crunch time like. God, like crack open a Heineken for I actually like Heineken. Like I, I, I enjoy it. I actually haven't had one in a while. Um, been drinking more wine than beer lately. Anyway, um, yeah. So crack open something for me. Pop some popcorn. Get some wings going. Enjoy the game tonight, especially if you're an Ohio State or a Bama fan. I don't know why you'd be here at ACC tailgate. If you were, you'd be at SEC or whatever our SEC show is called on Chris Landry football. Um. Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, we'll be back, not Friday, potentially Thursday. Uh, if I can get the show changed that quickly, uh, I'm actually going to see about that right after the show tonight. So uh, stay on the lookout. We'll see you later. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.